Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know, I saw a TikTok that showed how you make the theme to The Mandalorian, which is played on, does anyone know what instrument it's played on? That that sort of like not a- airy flute thing? It's not pan pipes like most people on TikTok are trying to attempt. Nope. I don't know. It is, I don't know. Per the composer, it is a bass recorder. Oh. Now, did As you- in a recorder... The size of a bass clarinet. So at that point, Holly saw that, dropped her jaw and exclaimed, why don't I have one of those? To which I said, in my head, great question. (laughs) So I looked it up, found out how much one cost. And I looked and noticed that the company that I guess is the monopolists for the quality bass recorder, the recorder people. They can't make their address public. They get they get burned down so fast by angry parents. <laughs> but <laughs> the people who make uh, the finest recorders and who make the best bass recorder, which still, by the way, does not cost that much. Don't don't say that. You you indulged me. I did. Yeah. So for just like thirty bucks more, you could get an additional six recorders, all of various shapes, tones, yeah, and sizes. So Pranino. Yeah. So it arrived on my doorstep like a gu- looking like a gun box. Sure. Like looking like looking like a rifle case. I'm looking and at I it. Unzip it. Uh, yeah. And there's there's seven there's like a piccolo recorder all the way down to the bass recorder. Did I try to play three of them at once in my mouth at the same time? Yes. Yes I did. Mind your own sure. business. Does does um, your bass recorder have like the curve in it that makes yes. it look like an old timey golf club? Yes it does. I'm so glad you asked. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 
Spencer, you've done a terrible thing. I I'm have. so happy about it. I have. Have I already tried to play Sandstorm on all of them? Yes. Did I succeed? Kinda. Have we been in quarantine too long? Again, mind your own business. Absolutely, mind your own, yes. Mind your business, lady. Yep. <laughs> that part is true. Anyway, I was going to open it uh, by... I was going to open the show by springing it on all of you, but instead I, I had to guide... I had to guide a passenger... Uh, through, through through the Memphis night shops experience. Yeah, it, it is overwhelming. I'm glad you were there for him. Everybody anyway, who welcome all... to welcome to Nashville, Jamil. Marsha Blackburn is now your senator. Sorry, oh, God. Every picture of somebody <laughs> playing a bass recorder looks like they're trying to kiss a hockey stick. It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks. I I had wondered what a bass recorder looks like and it turns out that the answer is like a bass clarinet but chintzier yeah yeah you know you gotta kiss a hockey stick that's how you get the goals out how's she (laughs) gonna get the goals out unless you kiss it i think there are too many instruments i think that's what i've decided based on this there are not too many instruments but there are definitely more kinds of recorder than i knew about melodica was when we had melodica i think was when we crossed into too many instruments I would agree with you there. I don't have a melodica yet, and it's technically not my birthday yet, so there's still time for any of you to buy me a melodica. Just taking notes here. <laughs> Just taking notes. The largest, by the way, the largest flute in the world is the double contrabass flute. It is, if you look at the double contrabass flute, it's 18 feet of tubing, and I, I have to know. Same. I have to know who made this. And if they're still alive, because if they made it, I want to go to them and just ask, did you think I have just made the stupidest looking thing in the world? They had to. They had to be like, I put all of my skill, all of my intellect, and all of my instrumental genius into crafting this beautiful thing. And I pulled back, and it's the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever made in my <laughs> life. Yeah, this, this looks like you're kissing a muffler. Jesus Christ. Honestly, it looks like it looks like you ripped the exhaust system off of a King Ranch F one fifty and just started hooting on it. And I love it. <laughs> Which that'd be pretty dope. You'd be like, I'm Hey y'all watch you. this. There are two I'm the Pied Piper of Enid, Oklahoma. There are too many instruments. Which again, thank you. This is I don't think you've ever indulged me in this fashion, and I am thrilled to be able to visit more terrible music upon this show. I can't Sp- wait to go down. Spencer, I think you should know that there is a larger flute called the hyper bass flute. No! Hyper ba- <laughs> what? Hi- hyper? We've gone hyper farther? Hyper bass flute. Is that like a flute. Nicki Minaj flute? Um, the, hi- let's, uh, the hyper bass flute is an extremely rare and the largest and lowest pitched instrument in the flute family with tubing reaching over 50 feet in length. <laughs> It is four octaves below the concert flute. That's a damn, uh, that's one of those, when the, the, like the original idea for like a space program wasn't like rocket. It was Mm -hmm. long, long cannon. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, that's a space cannon is what that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Activate Uh, the hyper base. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Commissioned, uh, or, or yeah, there's, yeah. This is some Italian nonsense basically. There's one dude who's the inventor and primary performer of the instrument. Wait, and in, so in Italian, it's do... called flauto iperbasso. <laughs> that, that just means like, that just mean, means like Danny's flute. Because it's just named after the dude. Correct. <laughs> Wait, is this all we have to do? We could make way more instruments. 
I think, yes. Yeah. I think basically what you do is you just make, you eat, you go one direction or the other. You say, I'm going to make a bigger version of the biggest flute or a smaller version of the smallest flute. Bigger hmm. seems more our style. I will tell you, there's a, there's a picture of a man playing the hyperbass flute, and it is a Japanese man with long, an older Japanese man with longer gray hair, khaki cargo shorts, a deep V-neck blue T-shirt, and what appear to be some like Asics or New Balances, and he is, he is like in an action stance, grabbing this thing and hitting it like it's like, like it's the bong of the gods. I am yeah. so thrilled with hyperbass subculture right now. <laughs> Are we uh, are we recording tonight? <laughs> Who can sort say? of, sort of. <laughs> I have a feeling we just did the the cold open. I think Great. we just did it, our now, cold open. Now the smallest flute. Does that like? I mean, is there something small? There's a limit to how small you can go. There is there. I assume is there. Well, a human's got to play it, right? Does it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All you have to do is get air a, through it. Yeah. Are we going to teach a tardigrade to play a flute? That is right. Water bear flute. Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I want them all for it. Who can't be killed in the cold vacuum of space? That's my right. biggest complaint That's about the last sound players. of the universe is the tardigrades <laughs> flying through the playing hot cross on buns the on their tiny flute. That's that's actually what's going. And to they can handle no matter how hot hot those cross buns get. Tardigrade will survive. That's right. They'll just go to sleep if they have to. Yeah, they'll just thrive. I really really want you know, mathematically you can't ever reach absolute zero all right we have to start the show now <laughs> To the Shutdown Fullcast, you are listening to the Internet's only college football podcast. You know, normally I'd say if you want another one, too bad. Tonight, I'm going to say you don't need one. Especially after that outstanding cold intro. Definitely relevant to the topics at hand. I am Spencer Hall, and I am here to say this. That tonight's show will be about being wrong. It'll be about acknowledging that you're wrong. And how very wrong you can be. For example, you shouldn't buy a Ryan, for instance, <laughs> yeah. What's something you? What's something that you, you, you not just recently, but just that you were completely wrong about that you can look back on at this this age and day and go, yeah, man, I haven't had anything wronger than I had that. Um, we always talk about Ryan going to law school. Yeah, there was that. That's like a, a pretty big one. And then there was Ryan getting into d digital media. That was pretty bad, too. Um, now it was it was when when Steve Spurrier left Florida to go to the NFL. That was my freshman year of college, I believe. And in my yeah. head, I was like, you know who they should give this job to? You know who's done a good job at a at a program kind of on the rise and can maybe really unlock some shit at Florida? Ty Willingham. That was who I thought in my stupid 19-year-old brain would have been a good hire at the University of Florida. Tyrone Willingham. Y'all remember who I wanted Tennessee to hire last time. Actually, last like two times. Uh, was you, you, have to say, you have to say it, though. Mike Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Fortunately, they don't listen to me. 
Oh, you know, you know who I wanted to coach? Florida. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. That's right. Boy, that would have gone well. We, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I was furious that y'all got Will Muschamp and Tennessee did not. I, I don't know, man. Like, oh, no. She found it. It's here. So, over the ominous tones of a bass recorder, I will admit that... That you made a mistake purchasing this from me. That I think Will Muschamp at Tennessee would have been better than Will Muschamp at Florida. Is this the Barrett? No, he would have because, as I said a couple weeks ago, he would have scored two points and Tennessee fans would have sat down in their seats, folded their arms and said, no, that's enough. We don't want to get too showy. Yeah, like by brand, if Will was like, hey, we're dumb, but we're tough. Like Florida fans go, yeah, that's not... We don't really care about being tough. We'd like to be nasty. We would like to beat on people, and we would also like to score a zillion points. If you went to Tennessee and said, hey, we're dumb but tough, they'd be like, hell yeah. Right. Yeah. We're dumb but, but tough. Hey, did you hear that? He said we're tough. Yeah. Like, Will, Will Muschamp is not clear. Baster, Baster, get in here. He said we're tough. Sorry. Will, Will Muschamp is not clear who the good guys are in Roadhouse. He just knows there's fighting. <laughs> I, I think all these dudes have a lot of good things going on. I think the monster truck's the good guy, really, if you think about it. <laughs> Look how big he is. I call Who's him protagonist? Dave. Protagonist? what? I don't know that word. All I know is that truck is awesome, and so is uh, so is that guy Brad Wesley. I think, Kelly, I think Kelly Preston, or not Kelly Preston, who is it, should get, should get with the monster truck. That's what I think. That's it. Who who needs that? Yeah. I, I think he would have done much better at that. I don't think I, I was I've been wrong about coach hires so many times that like I don't even know if it counts anymore. You should just go I like I'll just tell people Listen, when I'm man, right. between Justin Fuente and Mac Brown, we are out of this business. I will Mac never Brown. again have a coach hire opinion. Like as far as good or mm -mm. bad idea. Mm -mm. Um yeah, just like uh, maybe I'll offer a big picture type opinion, you know, but like individual mm -hmm. hires, I, who fucking knows? I don't care. It's an addict. I didn't make the hire. If it's bad, it's your fault, not mine. Yeah. It's fair. I, it, I take no joy from being right either. You know, like, I, oh, I hey. also, I'm also pretty sure we all thought Herm was going to be a flaming disaster at Arizona State. We did. Uh -huh. I think what we thought was, um, there would be memes. It would be high comedy nonstop. <laughs> right. It has right. not been as funny as we predicted. There have no. been funny moments, but no, it has no. not been just slaps. He's been business. Dick him business, walking around like, what business. the fuck is recruiting? Like, it has not been him, like, completely no. lost no. and overwhelmed and mystified by what college football is. Like, he's, he just runs a very boring Big Ten style program in the Pac 12. And Which is that a shame, is Jason better than what we expected. Edwards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you need to keep that. And, you need to keep that Herm on ice, man, because it's too good. Yeah, it's a waste of Jason's excellent Herm Edwards voice. But I'm glad that you brought up memes, Jason, because I think that is the extent to which I am capable of making predictions anymore. I can say, "Oh, well, this guy's press conferences are going to be an absolute shit show," and that is the extent to which I am willing to offer my expertise anymore to the extent that it was ever expertise, which is not much. Roll Tide. So, for instance, um, <clears throat> Tennessee has to hire a football coach. I'm on vacation. You're on vacation. Again? And and I, again? Already? They're hiring a football yeah, I, coach I, again? I take a lot of vacations. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, they got to hire a coach. i switch to the tenor recording. They don't have to. Just, for the record, they don't have to. The, they don't have to hire a coach. 
That's a good. That's I a was good, good soundtrack. for the first like four notes. <laughs> Mournful Rocky Top. I'm Ryan. learning. Ryan, are you advocating for like just a Lost Boys self-governing well, island of they have, football? I mean, I mean, look, they hired Kevin Steele right before all this shit went down, they did. and they're like, well, yeah, he yeah. didn't. He didn't know any of it. Don't worry, he had yeah. no idea. Goddamn, hey. Agent Forty Seven coming in. <laughs> Stephen Godfrey weirdly published a story on this like four days before it happened on some website called bannersociety.com. Uh, mm. Anyway, folks out there might enjoy reading that and looking at the date stamp on it. Uh, that's but all. Yet, I'm on they, vacation. They can just they can just roll with Kevin Steele. Like they don't have to go through a whole hiring process. Well, if they do, why do we need Kevin Steele? Nobody at Tennessee needs help hiding a gun. I think the thing Which about going could... through with a co-tiring process once you have a Kevin Steele is you will soon have to do it again because what you, you're going to cover him up with some other He'll exactly that guy. so short circuit it like Auburn just just spent a bunch of money to get rid of Gus Malzahn in part because people wanted them to hire Kevin Steele Tennessee has departed with Jeremy Pruitt for as of now zero dollars and they can just have and a Kevin Steele for free Gus. there and you now go we can't hire Gus. <sighs> problems I all problems solved <laughs> i think you make kevin Steele's buyout huge you make him the interim for the rest of the year take him into this season you do everything possible to win as many games and pop and get as much free pub as possible for kevin Steele. you initiate a massive buyout basically a transfer fee for him to go somewhere else after a year and then then yeah. you actually begin the earnest work so okay. you're right, suggesting going. you're suggesting that we like antiques roadshow kevin Steele, we're going and we get... like bring him to orlando and we're like how much is this worth and they're like well exactly. kevin Steele, dallas cowboys head coach oh god oh mm-hmm. yeah we can gin this up we can we can juice this right we can get this i don't think there's an can... nfl there's an nfl owner with some juice who's got his like a resurgent program right he's got a team got a franchise on the move Jerry's like, hey, hey, you got some good ideas. You know anybody I can get to coach my broke dick football team over here in this gigantic cell phone case I built out in Arlington? This glorious that's stadium the, that's the size of my nutsack? The yeah. home of the Rose Bowl, sir. Yeah, the home of the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. I'm just going to start calling it. It's the, yellow, the Rose Bowl. The yellow ro- roses are yellow. Rose Bowl 2. This here one's better. Yeah. I, I would dis- <laughs> so I would are always better. I would disagree with your logic, but he did hire Mike McCarthy, so like it See? might happen. See, there's another problem that I want to make sure we dig into before we leave this horrific topic, because if I know Tennessee, it's going to go on for a while. Uh, Tennessee now has a Clay Helton problem. Can any of you with a gun to your head describe Kevin Steele? No. He kind of like, looks like a character. Visually? Yeah. I, I can't. He looks like a character who would be described as Preacher Ray. Okay, Spencer, you have slit directly upon the problem being an ungenerous improv partner. Thank you. The, the uh, problem that could I be anyone that could pro- be anyone at Tennessee. So the problem I run into That's is that point. my you say Kevin and Kevin, and then mm-hmm. the Auburn part of it clicks, and I'm like, oh, you're talking about Kevin Green, who just passed away in December, sadly, but. I, Kevin Green does not look like Kevin. That's not what Kevin Steele looks like. He does no. not have like long, oh. blonde, you know, pass rushing hair. That's not right. what he looked like. That's not what Kevin Steele looks like. Well, Ryan, you've given me a lot to think about. You're welcome. 
Kevin Steele could attempt to look like an 80s pro wrestler like Kevin Green did. He could. I mean, he could he, attempt it, it. I don't know why you wouldn't attempt it. He like kind he kind of like he kind of just looks like every other coach is the problem. Like there's a little Al Grow in here. There's like maybe a little Cutcliffe. Yeah, it's like it's kind of it's kind of, yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible to say who this person is. The Clay Helton, the Clay Helton of the Pigeon Forge area. That's I'm telling you, man, he's already in the walls. They are never getting that shit out. There's one reason Kevin still won't work at Tennessee long term, and it's this. He's a vegetarian. Is he? It, a what? He's a vegetarian. So they hired so they did they did the thing. You hire the opposite of your ex. <laughs> Oh my god. They did. <laughs> that's the most that's the most ironclad example of this I've ever seen. Yeah. Now he does have the most redneck steel approach. clad in We'll fact. show you what a fucking asparagus looks like. No, he did he does have, he does have the most amazing and redneck style conversion story when it comes to becoming a vegetarian and okay. it's this. Uh somebody dared him to go without eating meat for a week and he was like, Well, we'll see how long I can do this. I'm just gonna whoop your ass in this bet. I'm gonna hold my breath till we're both dead. I think he's been doing it for like 20 years. <laughs> Shit. Collected on the bet long, long ago. We should do this with the chicken bet. The chi- <laughs> 20 years and counting. No, this is this is how long we go before Godfrey <clears throat> actually pays up on the chicken bet. What, no, I think years? Godfrey's right. Ru- yeah. I think he's run a clock. He's just hoping to just like let the Grim Reaper do the end. He's like, yeah, we, we won't do this for like 50 years. Mm. That... Entire. That's my entire argument for why he won't be successful there. If you would like he a long, he won't be successful there because he's a Tennessee football coach. <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Also, he's a former Baylor coach, and he's also the guy. Not just any former Baylor coach. Ooh, no. Yeah, not, that's okay. Un- <laughs> not that. Ver- Jesus Christ. Well, that, yeah. yeah. Okay, that used to mean something different. Yeah. The he's the he's the epitome of a <laughs> the epitome of a twentieth century Baylor coach. I think we could say. I feel like I just st- stuck one foot in a hornet's nest and tried to run away and then fell down an open manhole cover. No, you're rhetorically pa- you're, speaking. You're Paddington with the bucket on your head and a flower pot on your foot. I did make marmalade today. Yeah. What I was getting at is that Kevin Steele presided over one of the most embarrassing losses in college football history, which I feel prepares him well for the Tennessee football job. He's not anymore the most awful coach in Baylor history. If you see a long list of potential candidates for this job, just ignore all of them. CAA is a big agency. Just ignore all of them. Hello to my personal agent. Yeah. Also, nobody gets their first choice, even at a good program. And Tennessee's not a great program right now. So they're probably going to get like. But our first choice is a homophobic country ham with a headset on it. Sadly, homophobic country ham with a headset is booked for the 2021 season. Uh, so our choices two, three, and four. Remember when Alabama hired Nick Saban? Alabama, that was not their first choice. The first choice of Alabama when they hired Nick Saban was Rich, Rich Rod, aka the new offensive coordinator at Louisiana Monroe, where he can help the Warhawks defeat Nick Saban again. Are they playing again? Second straight time. I mean, in a playoff game, I assume. <laughs> okay, right. How silly of me. You can only duck them for so long. <laughs> How silly of me to ask. 
Yeah, Nick. Oh, they are. 2022 at Alabama. There it is. Shit. Here it comes. The reckoning really? is coming. Here it comes. Yeah, so if Book Nick Saban it. retires oh, after, so Nick after reti- next year. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You're with me. Yeah. yeah. He's scared. It's He's cowardice. Scared. Yeah. Yeah. What if he retires like just the day before the OLM game? I'm not doing Still this shit scared. again. <laughs> in, the, in the middle, like coaches two weeks, including he, he, at Texas. Yeah, he just looks across the sideline and says, oh, oh God damn it, it's them again. Sure. I'm out, I'm out of here. Or if, he, or if he beats them by 80 and then retires, like, all right, now my work is done. <laughs> I have slayed my last <laughs> I demon. what I said to do. I have, yeah. I have avenged my last. I'm finished! There, I've reached the end of the horizon. There are no more territories for me to conquer. All of this, also. all of this was about you, ULM. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Like Nick Saban Rosebud is. is probably is probably something Ew. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. Um, not looking at that. Yeah, it's gonna like the thing that motivates Nick Saban has got to be something absolutely insane. Like it's got to be something so arcane like he's still mad over losing a game in high school that's it kind of is like you read about him as a as a as a like high school football player espn had a thing a few years ago where like and like he has the quote about you know he uh is still in the back of his mind worries if, if he fails he's gonna have to go work at a gas station in west virginia like yeah he's held on to all of it you know that's why that's why the like if he were playing the game Right, we'd kidnap him and just leave him at a gas station in West Virginia. He'd be like, "No!" Oh, it happened! It happened! I knew at it would last. happen, and it did. I knew it. Damn it! I failed. I failed. Um, yeah. So, just going back to the point, we've been wrong about a great many things, and college fans are generally wrong about a great many things. Because I don't know, great, wrong is an average, right? It's a bell curve. And most people are going to hit a pretty good degree of wrong. Um, my biggest one recently, because I, I, I'm watching the NFL because it's on. Um, I was I was mega wrong about Josh Allen. I was so wrong. I was grandiosely wrong. Listen, that wasn't just you. No, everyone, no, no. I am. Everyone, everyone. Also, except I'm not the Buffalo sure. Bills GM. I'm not sure wrong is the word here. Mm-hmm. Because for a while you weren't, we weren't. No, we all weren't. And then all of a sudden, I turn around on Saturday because I hear from the other room, "You got to look at this Josh Allen pass." And I thought I must have misheard. Yeah, but completely accurate. Josh Allen is a very good NFL quarterback right now. Right now. Right that's, now. That's the key. That's that's all Which I can. Which is not spe- to say that this is going to disappear very soon. Is more to say that this is a manifestation that did not immediately arrive. No, it's been on the way. There's been some development, a story, a, a you know, a growth curve, if you will. But coming out of college, like I wrote a lot of stuff like this. Everyone else did. And if you're one of these people who really glories at being right, I don't know, take take your three dollars. Go go to the window. See see what they'll give you for it. I You do not have to give you do not have to hand over three dollars because no one was right. Like I mean like, was anyone. No one was right about Josh Allen. <laughs> you know what you could hand over three dollars for? Hmm. Oh my god, you are right. 
you can hand over three dollars to acorns.com no 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 i thought that's what it was too I thought well, it was we're doing no, acorns see, now. No, it's acorns, acorns now. is what's happening no, now. It's an acorns now. It's there, acorns yeah. now. There's probably yeah. something else you can pay three dollars for, but but you know, who knows? Uh, Acorns.com. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. That alley became an oop, which is a rebound now. It's a rebound, and we take it to Acorns.com, Jason. Acorns.com is a very easy saving and investing app. Uh, my little pile that I have. Put ac- no actual effort into has ballooned to one hundred and forty-five dollars. Uh, the the line continues its rapid ascent. To just nickels and dimes off regular purchases and five dollars a week, uh, and all of that goes into the magical investment portal where magical investment stuff happens. Uh, now I have one hundred forty-five divided by three. That uh that three-dollar figure I can afford that forty-eight times over just with my retirement fund. At, via thanks to acorns.com slash full cast oh yeah no the family plan it's what we're on for acorns.com and uh my family's budding fortunes uh you know we had we were up after a little bit of down the money line went back up because the money printer only goes burr and the money line only goes up we are back up this week uh got a nice after just a, a couple of you know three weeks we've made like 24 dollars that's yeah. outstanding work, Acorns. Yeah. That's some. <laughs> what else can you pay three dollars for? You know, you can also pay three dollars to join the Moon Crew Discord. Thank three dollars. How hard was that? It was pretty, pretty hard. hard. It was very pretty hard. hard. I'm no, no, like, <sighs> like that was. You know what? I'm going to rejoice instead and think about how there are so many great ways to spend money via this show. That is true, like on Recorders or the Moon Crew Discord. If you would like to join the Shutdown Fullcast Discord channel, you can do that at the Moon Crew Discord. Just go to, uh, Jason, what's our Patreon address again? It's <laughs> patreon.com slash moon crew, in fact. Well, how the fuck are we supposed to remember that? So one dispute that has lingered is whether it's Patreon or Patreon. You'll note, you'll note Spencer and I will never agree on this. I'm convinced it's Patreon. I take, I take no joy in being right. I'll go either it's, way. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine with agreeing to disagree. How would Dave Wanstead right. say it? Patreon. He'd hammer that A. Pistachio. Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patriot. Patreon. Papillon. Patreon. Patreon. That's the little shits you see in Mortadella. Yeah. Patricon. It's a convention of Patricks. I know a lot of good Patricks. That's uh, that is another thing you can spend three dollars on. Think of how many Moon Crew subscriptions you can buy with the profits you make from your Acorns.com account. We don't know because we can't tell you. Your retirement home is our Discord. That is where you will live. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. The home for retired online bears. <laughs> Oh, that oh, sounds so day. awesome. Retiring. It does sound online. awesome, doesn't <laughs> Can it? Can you imagine? Like, when they mentioned that in Paddington, they're like, yeah, she's going to the home for retired bears. I'm like, yes! I want to go to the home for retired bears. That sounds awesome. I was thinking of the retired from online part. And you know, the president just got retired from online. 
He did. Oh. Sort of against his will, but the man had to log off. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> he cannot see those respects because he is offline. <laughs> he's, he's out here getting banned from airboat.com. He's like trying to register. Hey, no, that's our turf. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to register for the forums. They're like, hell no. The Everglades are no place for this kind of bigotry. <laughs> The idea, the idea, by the way, of the only place the former president being welcome is like, like LinkedIn won't have him. He can't post on LinkedIn. Did you see Barack filled out his LinkedIn? No. Like, does it, it say like it president? Says like president of the? He says like I served as the forty fourth president of the United <laughs> States. That would be the th like if that's it's so cute. People who viewed your profile, Barack Obama. Now that like, he's not doing drone strikes and he's just like doing cute dad shit, it's kind of fun. Just walking the beach, man. Yeah. On LinkedIn. Um. So back to back to things we were completely wrong about. Mm. All right. Josh Allen, as a, if you want to know, like, okay, what was the what was the college take on, on like Josh Allen? Um, he was at Wyoming, and people would go, "Well, that's small, so you you would you wouldn't really regard him as highly as you would regard another prospect because he went to a small school." Incorrect. If that was an assumption, because who do who do we ride harder for than like Chucky Keaton, and or the Chucky Keatons of the world? Chuck and Chucky Keaton, right? If you're at Utah State, and you're bowling. We love you. If you're at some small school, right? If you're Omar Jacobs at Bowling Green, hell yes, I want nothing but first round vibes for you. Okay, hell, if you're Alex Smith at Utah, that was cool as hell that Alex Smith got drafted as high as he did. I feel like we all liked Carson Wentz coming out of college into the end. I think that was like another example of like a thing people were excited about. Not now. Don't don't talk about it now. I don't now know about I mean, liked as like a top not liked as like a top 3 pick, but no. Well, Jared Goff was the other consideration, so shit. Well, yeah, but like there is no law that you have to draft a quarterback in the top 3. <laughs> There is, you would be surprised how few NFL teams understand that. You wouldn't be surprised by that, but. No, or, or, or that, you know, that you're going to reach. Because I don't know, like the, the Josh Allen thing is very instructive. What if you're right? You're a genius and you've got the dude that's going to be either a very valuable commodity for you on the trade market or you're going to have a franchise quarterback. Either way, you're doing okay. And. Josh Allen is now that for the Bills, despite being a dude who in college really couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. He was a real inconsistent passer and didn't have people in a, yeah, didn't have the greatest receivers. But one thing he did going into this season is he really worked on his mechanics. And uh, Jordan Palmer is his QB coach. Name may be familiar to That's Carson's brother. Also a quarterback, not quite as successful as Carson, but definitely has success as a QB coach because he's the dude who allegedly made Josh Allen as accurate as he has been uh, this season. So good for Jordan Palmer for that. That's a nice second life there. But before that, just kind of an erratic dude who whenever he got uh, was obviously like everything you want to look for in a quarterback, right? Like whomping huge, whomping huge quarterback. Like, so big that Nick Bosa's on camera in NFL films. He's mic'd up, and he's going, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, just pointing to him. He's like, I can't bring him down. <laughs> it's Nick Bosa. It's not a small man. And he's looking at the ref, yelling at him, going, call me for a late hit, but I can't bring this thing to the turf. Big arm. 
massive dude. Like teammates really liked him. This is like Najee talking. Was it Najee talking about how he was tired after the title game? Yeah, because it was hard. I love it when athletes point out that they're not actually like titans. Yeah, working out there. Yeah, no, that that it's hard work. And apparently, chasing after Josh Allen, even at the pro level, is something that other professional football players charged with tackling him find to be a daunting or difficult task. So he had a lot of like the stereotypical stuff that we make fun of scouts for just being like, oh yeah, here, fits the bill. See if he can throw the ball. Except this time he learned how to. After looking like crap in spotlight games in college, right? Iowa destroyed Wyoming in their game. Made Josh Allen look super mediocre. But you know, it's an 11-person game. Sometimes a skill player can look really bad if the other 10 people around him are just absolutely letting him get hammered and dropping passes. Well, surely that, he looked really great against comparable Mountain West teams. Yeah, about that. Not, not exactly. He did average 6.9 yards an attempt. But other than that, not really an impressive like final season at Wyoming at all. 6.9 is not impressive. It's impressive because it's nice. Okay. <laughs> so when he was coming out of college... Um, I did a post for one of my various former websites entitled, If Josh Allen Succeeds, the Bills Will Have Outsmarted Basically All Regular Humans in the Entirety of Math Itself. Uh, I think the headline was adjusted after the draft to get the word Bills in there. Um, subhead, if this works, stats really are for losers, I guess. So I went through and I summarized like as many reasons as I could for why there's no real reason to believe in Josh Allen. His raw numbers, his uh, comparing his college QB rating to other QBs who were drafted, he was like way, 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 way down on the list below, you know, uh, Cutler, Deshaun Kaiser, um, like way below the average, way below Joe Flacco, who was in FCS. Like, um, I went and found, you know, people comparing his numbers to Jake Locker, uh, to Ryan Mallett. Um, Bill Connolly had a thing showing, you know, uh, like comparing college stats and how they they project at the pro level um, and found that Allen's ceiling was ceiling was Ryan Mallett. Like if Allen beat, you know, it was as good as he could possibly be projected based on a pretty proven system. He would basically be Ryan Mallett. Wyoming's passing offense was terrible, even adjusted for opponent. Brett Rippon was better in college. Um Football Outsiders had a thing projecting based, you know, Josh Allen could be Josh McCown or Brian Greasy. Those were the comps. Um, it just on and on and on. Stats and tape and people grading throws. And there was no reason to expect that anything would come of this guy at the professional level. And I tried to include lots of caveats in here that like, hey, if this works, everything was wrong everything was wrong it was a complete miss by every proven system pro football focus their grades um just on and on and on and on and on so now that he has been proven to be a good quarterback what happens is every sunday or so bills fans tweet this at me <laughs> even though you know even though i said in here like i don't know maybe it'll be successful um but i i get this like uh you know yeah take your take your medicine dork Josh Allen is very cool and good. And, you know, it's like, sure, he's cool and good. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there was no reason to expect it to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, 
so like i don't feel like i have to uh i have to apologize for anything you know um no because even bills fans think this is fucking weird Yes. Yeah. And I remember, I remember when I posted this, when I posted this before the draft, I remember I was literally trending in the city of Buffalo because they were so scared they were going (laughs) to draft Josh Allen. Bill's fans will probably went back and deleted their old tweets, but I saw them. Right. And uh, if if y'all keep tweeting at me, I'm going to go find your old tweets. Let's put it that way. But it's Bill's mafia for life. So I'm probably not going to do that. Lifelong Bill's fan. No. You know what you can't do? You can't do this. They can just come at you. We'll do this podcast. And they'll be like, yeah, you're totally wrong. And we'll be like, yeah, but there was no reason. And they're like, oh, we're mad. We're so mad. We'll donate to your favorite charity. Best sure. thing That's Bills. my favorite thing that they <laughs> do. Thing the Bills there are many does. kinds of Bills fans. There are the really very <laughs> cool Bills fans who do that. There are the very cool yeah. Bills fans who jump through tables. And then there are the dorks who say, yeah, well, we knew our very bad quarterback would suddenly become good for no reason. No, you didn't. Where does the caliphate fall on that? That's uh, that, that's tables and charity, tables cool. and charity. So they're they're closer to that end of the spectrum, right? They're they're not like problematic neo fascists. <laughs> problematic neo fascists with short memories. That's the sort of far. I wasn't trying to lead us anywhere. I was just genuinely wondering where the caliphate falls. Yeah, on no, that. they're they're on the good side. Who are like, yeah, you're gonna be mad at me when Definitely I donate a hundred dollars to your problem- favorite charity. Definitely the most problematic caliphate of 2021. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, no, we're Great. leaving. We're leaving that other shit behind. Fingers Great. crossed. Now he's gonna fight me, Barbaro. Shit. Yeah. No, what's he gonna do? Email my boss. <laughs> Thirty-eight Godfrey on Twitter. Mikey Barbaro continues to refuse to face me in the octagon. But what do they think about it? No, don't do this. It sounds like you're saying you'd like <sighs> to explore the intersection of your fist and my face. <sighs> what happens when those two collide next? Piano wash, piano wash. Yeah, or recorder. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> so, like, the Josh Allen thing is everyone was wrong. <laughs> If we would like to all apologize in mass, that's fine. I'm not going to because all I did was cite everyone else being wrong. <laughs> I was an impartial observer here. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I thought I thought he would be really bad. There was no reason, no reason to think otherwise. Now he is so great. So uh, let's also go ahead and say this: if you are playing the game of football prospect craps, coming out of college, <laughs> if you put money on real bad. You're going to win. Most of the time. You're going to come out ahead overall. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I put it on firmly mediocre to bad, uh, guess what? I'm making money at that particular es- casino. Especially, even if you just say, like, let's just talk about um, let's just talk about guys picked first round. Like, you'll still mm-hmm. come up with a ton of bad quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Awful picks. Because that's the average that's the average. It's hard to play quarterback. That's I would, why so many. I would also like to offer you a, a little piece of absolution, Spencer, because okay. it's it's very hard to look at these things back in the original context. And the Buffalo Bills coming off of the 2017 season leading into the draft where they took Josh Allen had made the playoffs for the first time in a while um, and had done so. Largely thanks thanks to the Tyrod Taylor, who was at the time still like a fairly young quarterback who had some limits, but did some good things. And it was it, there were sort of signs like you know this is maybe something you, he's maybe a player you can build around. They also had like a lot of other needs at that point, 
Um, but most importantly, the searing image the 2017 Bills put into our brains so that the like simple part of our brain that goes Bills, quarterback, Bills, quarterback, Bills, quarterback, at that point in time, it was Nathan Peterman throwing five picks in a game. That's that's like the, the cultural impact we had of the Buffalo Bills at that moment in time. So I think you were unfairly primed to see them take literally any quarterback and say he's going to suck <laughs> because the Peterman effect had, was so strong at that point that, that you had your brain had no choice but to be like, but he's near he's near that. Yeah, that's a good point, um, because not only are we talking about is. completely mediocre Mountain West quarterback, we're talking about completely mediocre Mountain West quarterback put into the Nathan Peterman offense. That's right. We had every reason to expect it to be worse than mediocre Mountain West quarterback. Right. What if you could be Nathan Peterman, but faster at that? But throw five deep interceptions per yes, game. Yes, exactly. Just really fucking far. Yeah. A mega, a mega Peterman. This is also, this to give you a sense of how both how long ago and not long ago this was, that was the same year the Jags went to the AFC Championship game. <laughs> that didn't happen. Never, That's never happened. That didn't happen. <laughs> I think my happened. favorite thing from Josh Allen's rookie year, uh, from Josh Allen's rookie year, were the supercuts of him just like bombing the ball ten yards over dude's head. Um, and I think it's actually it works out kind of genius because he's really hard to pick off because no one can catch the ball if he's going deep like. Either it's a touchdown or it's 30 yards into the stands. Yeah. Like his, his, he's grown into an accurate quarterback, but even when he was wildly inaccurate, nobody's going to catch it anyway. If you can, if you can get to it, you're going to break your hands. Well, also who did, who did they go out and get before this season? They traded for Stefan Diggs. Like they traded for a player who's perfect for like, yeah, man, go ahead and bomb it. And now you have a player who is frequently going to, a, you know, turn that into a catch instead of an overthrow. Yeah. Just get him a bunch of tiny guys who can run incredibly far. The Because bo- I think maybe the boring answer is that we were collectively wrong about Josh Allen, but the bigger factor is really not like, yes, Josh Allen has done things to improve, but the bigger factor is probably that the Bills, like, had a good plan to build a team and mm-hmm. sort of stuck with it over the last three years like that's a very boring answer but it probably ends up telling you more about like his trajectory than just like scouts are wrong and stupid yeah also maybe not don't evaluate a pro quarterback until like at least year three year three like yeah that's that's probably probably right i mean that's like gender reveals i think everyone should get one but they shouldn't happen until you're 40 yeah i think like yeah are you a quarterback now yeah. And after after three years, you get to say yes or I'd like to go play tight end. Do you need an H back? You know, perhaps a wide receiver. I'm interested in all of these things. By the way, uh, you can go through and look at uh, look at this top ten here. Everyone who drafted that year, for the most part, these are all playoff teams. Everyone drafted in the top ten, except for one, one person who, oh God. Like, I don't really want to say that his pro career is a bust yet because I still hold out hope that maybe somebody will take this special bird. You're, you're talking about, 20, about to help. the 2018 draft now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of, lot of there's a lot of playoff personnel here, all right? Okay. The top the number one picks, Baker Mayfield. That's sure. playoff quarterback, right? Yep. Saquon Barkley, no comment. <laughs> Sam Darnold, no comment, right? <laughs> Denver Broncos, <Yeah>. no comment. <laughs> yep. 
Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Okay. Bradley Chubb. Sure. Quentin Nelson. Colts went to the playoffs. Yeah. The, the Chicago Bills. Bears were tef- technically a playoff team. That's true. Josh Allen. Playoff. Bears drafted Roquan Smith. Technically a playoff team. Mike McGlinchey at the 49ers. Okay. Um, but number 10 is the one that hurts me because somebody. I just want somebody to, to make Josh Rosen okay. I, I got to tell you, man, I think that ship's done. I think that shit's over. I, I think so here's how, here's how wrong I was about Josh Rosen. I am still wrong about Josh Rosen. I still believe in, <laughs> yeah, in the Rosen one. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm like, I'm no, you don't understand. The context in Arizona, no, Miami was just, no. no. Like, I still <laughs> believe he's one chance away from, from being the guy. And, like, like he a- wasn't even incredible in college. Like, and again, oh, there was so much context. Injuries. You don't understand. Jim Mora fucking sucked, right? Like, I've been defending this dude for, like, five years, and I am not done. <laughs> no, I'm not done either. I'm going to – you know what? How long's Chad Henney been in the league? Chad Henney is in his 13th See? year. Yeah. 13th year. And he eventually had his Henny-sance, right? God. Yeah. He had his moment his, in the sun. What? His Henny-sance. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No. No, I'm selling we all, a T-shirt. We all saw it. No. Everyone in KC is going to buy one. We're going to make at least $13 off this. Play the recorder to drown me out. My truth will still be heard. Yeah. So – I'm hoping Josh Rosen has that moment when he's like a 33-year-old guy with a smoking habit who's a third stringer, gets called into a playoff game and rips off like a hot 10 for 12 and 200 yards to win. You got to move. You got to keep keep it moving. She's going to keep yeah. playing. Here, so here's my question. There's one player right now in the NFL who I think exists. What a problem. We're all the problem, Holly. We keep doing this podcast. That's the problem. Can't be Ryan Tannehill. That makes it sound like we're going to solve it at some point. No, we won't. Never. We no, won't. Vox like we're, it's not a problem. Like we're diffusing a bomb? No, we're building the bomb as we go. It just keeps But does it ever bigger. go off? No, regrettably. <laughs> it's a very bad movie. Um, Ryan Tannehill exists like in both sides of this. For some we reason. got a problem Ra- with the bomb? Like... I don't. I still don't understand how to think about Ryan Tannehill because he has done well since he came to the Titans and started and started uh, and became their starter. And at the on the other hand, I'm like, that can't be real. <laughs> it's Ryan Tannehill. He fucking yeah. he was fucking terrible before, and yeah. and like he is the first quarterback I can remember. Who I'm like, is he both terrible and great? Which one is it? Yeah, like the converted wide receiver. Like, why did that happen? And now yeah. he's a good quarterback. This yeah. is um like Mega Falcons Homer uh, when it's like, wait, why didn't we hire Eric Bieniemy? And then it's like, all right, th- this guy turned <laughs> turned Ryan Tannehill into a good quarterback. <laughs> I, I guess he must be a pretty good coach. Sure. So we're gonna take. Julio. If he can do that, Julio's he can do anything. Julio's gonna get another five years out of his career playing QB. Matt Ryan's gonna move to tight end. Sure. It's not the worst choice at this point. I'm saying. I mean, th- there are other people, by the way, who I have been absolutely outrageously wrong about along the way. And I, I like. I think Jason made an important differentiation here and a good one. People you will still be wrong about. Yeah. Because there's people you're wrong about, right? Like, <clears throat> I thought Johnny Manziel was going to be successful. <laughs> I think every college fan, 
every college fan either sincerely thought that or was desperate for Jerry Jones to draft him for the LOLs. <laughs> I wanted both of those things. Yeah. And it, for a lot of reasons, it, it didn't happen. Jamarcus Russell, don't be revisionist. He was awesome. Wait, He's what? He's huge. What? <laughs> in college. I thought Jamar in college, I thought Jamarcus okay. Russell, like, coming out, I was like, now, admittedly, the minute he went to the Raiders, I was like, <laughs> well. Sell, 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 sure. sell. <laughs> sure. That, that, is a, that is, like, an undersold part of this is that, like, you can be a player who, who if you if the the stupid team picks you, it's just like, oh, that's never going to work. No, yeah, like co- context matters. Like David Carr, is there anybody who will ever forgive the Texans for what they did to David Carr, an otherwise fine athlete that they had ground to a fine paste? Yeah, they tried to kill that man. Nearly well, succeeded. Well, at least things are going great for the Texans now. <laughs> at, least, a at least like Let's 20 a years into DM. it they, they fucking figured it out <laughs> spoiler they did not oh god <laughs> let's just let's just put a chaplain let's make our let's make our spiritual advisor the head of the whole operation it's a good call let's put bill o'brien in charge of everything for a while great call hey that's that's, that's a rumored tennessee coaching candidate bill o'brien sir we can do this with everybody. That's true. For shame. We can put everybody in connection with this. Every agent got a chip to put in, right? But, like, there were, there were like... Tennessee head I, I coach Al Golden. Let me just see how that feels. <laughs> I can make it work. These. I can make it work. No, you cannot. <laughs> Not for a guy. They okay. wouldn't let him in the parking lot. He'd <laughs> just drive away. Think of consider consider who they have hired for previous uh, in previous spots. You're talking about no. Cincinnati Bengals linebackers coach Al Golden. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, there we go. You there did is. it. Yeah, I drove I drove her up a few octaves. You you drove her up to the Sopranino. Uh, it's not my fault. Tennessee football is the way it is. I didn't do no. that. That's that's on God at this point. I don't think it's you God's fault God. even, really. I mean, God made people, and people made Tennessee football. I think God probably is, like, opening a shoebox in his closet. It's like, oh, no, I left this Tennessee football sandwich in here way too long. Yuck. <laughs> it was That's good. on it me. I've <laughs> left it in here for 19 years. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I I've been wrong about, like, so many players, but some of them are a matter of where they go because it's time to just realize sometimes people don't get a shot because they go to a bad place. Robert Griffin III went to the Washington football team, right? And played well, and played well his first year. And played well, and then uh, then the turf ate his knee. Yeah, yeah. we all That's saw the, the exact story. moment. It Like, the exact moment when it was no more, and you just sort of knew he has been claimed by the woofed the WFT. Yeah. Like that's that's a cursed that's a cursed barge there, okay? And nothing good's gonna happen to you if you end up there, right? Joe Burrow went to Cincy. I there's a there's already a dent in Joe Burrow's career because he's with the Bengals. That's just that's facts. They're terrible. They're gonna be bad for him. He's gonna have to go somewhere else to be successful. 
that's Canada. Make, like, Canada. He's going to make a lot of money. There he's going to make a lot of money. En- enduring the Bengals. Yeah. Don't don't put too much on the line for him, y'all. That's that's what you'd tell Joe. You'd be like, yeah, go out of bounds. The Bengals are not worth this. They are not worth a collarbone. They are not worth your brain. I think don't there are that. a few categories of being wrong. There's also the everyone is wrong, which is kind of the Josh Allen. Um, Mario Williams yeah. being picked over Reggie Bush and Vince Young. Th- that was like unanimously panned. Um, and then Mario Williams goes to several po- Pro Bowls. He's a good player for a while. Reggie Bush doesn't do a ton at the NFL level. Vince Young faced, uh, again, context matters. Vince <laughs> Young fa- faced certain professional difficulties at the professional level that were, uh, he wasn't a fit for where he was selected. But anyway, Mario yeah. Williams was, uh, everyone panned that pick, and it turned out to be the smarter move. Um, me personally, I have realized I'm bas- I basically o- overrate all LSU players. Um, I was looking back mm-hmm. through past drafts and LaRon Landry. I don't even remember much of what he did in college. I just know I was very high on him. Like that was forever ago. I don't have those files anymore. Jamarcus Russell, of course. Um, and, and I, I also noted that Jamarcus Russell, Kyle Bowler, um, all those type of du- Jake Locker, all those type of dudes, those were part of the reason we also struggled to know what to make of Josh Allen because, like, you know, big, huge, big arm, awesome athlete um, type guys. <laughs> just draft, just and then let's take, that like- pro- let's take that prototype and make him bad at completing passes, and that's Josh Allen. So when you see these dudes who are awesome athletes mm-hmm. and, and, like, they can't make it work, and then you say, okay, we'll take that version, put it in the Mountain West, and make it go six and five or whatever. You know, that feeds into the Josh Allen thing. Also, um, the year Matt Ryan was drafted, every Falcons fan wanted LSU defensive tackle Glenn Dorsey in the first round and wanted Brian Brom in the second round. We don't know anything. Um, we don't know a damn thing. I do enjoy the thing that you have just made me realize, which is that there's an entire streak of NFL GMs who draft quarterbacks like Vince McMahon scouts talent. Oh, beef. Big, big beefy guy. Sure. Put him in the ring. Big meaty John El- man. John Elway. <laughs> John, John Elway, Elway loves just... big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> Some big meaty men slapping meat. Maybe you want your 5'9 scramblers, not me. <laughs> How much did it hurt John Elway to have to try it out like a 5'10 slot receiver at quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> This is hell. This is pure hell. He was like, this is the worst day of my life. Finally, COVID is real to me. (laughs) (laughs) The pandemic has reached its lowest point. This is definitely the worst thing that's ever happened in this country this year. You know he went to like the backup right guard and was like, come on, man. You can throw a pass. I know you can. Look at the size of you. You're huge. Surely you can play quarterback. (laughs) You're a big old slab of fella. Come on. Let's see. You'll see your footwork. I, I just, just want to watch John Elway watch like an Arizona Cardinals game. Just every, time <laughs> Kyler, every time Kyler Murray just like gets out there, Elway's like, "Oh, America's dead!" Like, what Je- no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even. Co- he wouldn't even understand. He'd be like, "Jesus, they ran Wildcat the whole game. What, the whole that, game. What is that kicker doing back there with his little <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog legs?" <laughs> Um, like Darren Sproles. <clears throat> I have something. I have something. I was really wrong about. Mm. I I believed that the Dogger Dream was dead at Home Field Apparel. What? A but segue. I 
I think it might not be. Like I'm hearing rumblings. I don't. You know. I I know that Godfrey and Richard tend to be the ones in our group who like have the connections, who are getting the texts, who are like having the conversations. But I have a few. I have a few like tendrils here and there. That's weird. Um, Thank you. And like, I just got a good feeling that we're going to see some real movement in the in the logoed jogger market from our friends at HomeFieldApparel.com. We're already seeing a lot of like good things from them. Uh, rolled out BYU recently, and I just like I don't know if I if I were a betting man and if there were a stock market where I could make stock bets on specific clothing items from HomeFieldApparel.com. I would do insider trading and get super rich and my hair would look way better than Kelly Loeffler's too, which is not really like that. High I think it bar. already does, buddy. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I just like, I don't know, friends, if you're out there listening, I'd keep an eye. I'd keep an eye out. If you haven't used your, your full cast code yet to get 20% off, you might have like a dog, a dog opportunity presenting itself <laughs> pretty soon here. That's, no, all that's I'm comedy. Say. Now Thank that's you. comedy. Thank you. Um, yeah, so so just keep an eye out. Just got a good feeling that, you know, maybe 2021 is going to be the year things turn around. I know, I know it got off to a rough start, and I know home field, like, seemed really dug in on the leave us alone about the doggers. We're not doing the doggers. But I just, like, I don't know. There's, like, a little bit of hope on the horizon here. And I think that might end up being the thing I was wrongest about. Man, so things got I, rough. I hope. John Elway had to look at a little quarterback, but there is always light on the horizon, such as dog bands. Who is the biggest Just, quarterback in the in the twenty twenty one draft going to be? Wow. Like who could he take? <sighs> the biggest the biggest slab the of physically QB? largest, yeah. Uh, I mean, isn't that that's Fields or Lawrence? Lawrence is pretty darn tall. They're not, both he's not tall. Like, not the, he's not the tall, beefiest but, guy, though. Yeah. Uh, let me sort. Trey Lance. To, yeah. Go to CBS's and sort by weight. Wow, Kyle. Kyle Trask, Trask is, is a big motherfucker. Kyle Trask gonna be a Bronco. There it is, buddy. Kyle Trask is that's a meaty man. Six five two forty and room for Impressive. more. Really. Yeah. Keep. So- <laughs> Piling it on. So yeah, and that's it. Kyle Trask is going to be a Bronco, and the Broncos will continue to be bad. So the smallest guy in this group is Brock Purdy. So not I a think, Bronco. I, I think Brock Purdy already said he's coming back, isn't he? To avoid the Broncos. To avoid the Broncos. Yeah. Who would never touch him in the first? Uh, place. Sleeper pick for the Broncos: Jamie Newman of Georgia, six four two thirty. Of of Georgia. Of Georgia. Of Georgia. <laughs> that's what it says right here at cpsports.com. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia legend, Jamie. They, uh, you know, they, some people call him QBU. Uh, they're going to have one of the top two picks this year, probably, in Justin yeah. Fields of Georgia. Yep. Most important thing to get drafted as a quarterback at Georgia is to never play a snap. If I were, yeah. if I were like a quarterback who like was not a clear, if I was not Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or probably Zach Wilson for that matter, like if I'm, if I'm Kenny Pickett, there's a good one from Pitt. I would just try to get as physically big as I could between now and the draft and go all in on the Broncos. Just be like, yep, been hanging, <laughs> been doing a lot of work in the inversion bench so I can really stretch my spine out. Been just getting been my lats the, huge. The, just, 
just been doing the American Sniper workout. Yes. That's all I got. Yes. Well, it looks splits. like Zach Wilson does have the most room to grow here. 6'3", 210. Oh, can, yeah. That'll we work. We pile like 40 pounds on there. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's got to be your – I mean, then you got to be the quarterback of the Broncos. But other than that. Oh, listen. Elway's going to see a guy in a headband and go, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he a literal horse? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. The side of a headband, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love a headband is like showy. Like, oh yeah, keep, no, it, that it keeps sweat out of your eyes. <laughs> what you've got a mountain? What you got a Mountain West? I you got like like a Mountain West region icon, not conference, but region. In uh, Zach Wilson, who's like swaggy white boy with the headband, who's got room to grow and pack on a little more muscle. And, and and it's reckless. Oh, oh man, this is this is Elway bait right here, classic Elway bait. May I remind you, if you doubt me, who else did they draft in this vein? Not necessarily in terms of behavior or religious persuasion. That's right, Chad, AK forty seven Kelly. No, I think he. I think he's. I think he's a Latter Day Saint. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he went on a mission. <laughs> a mission to the top, the trunk. <laughs> Pow, pow. Baptize all of you. Bring you the good yeah. news. <laughs> Bring, <laughs> it's the name of Chad Kelly's mixtape. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's, he. this is my favorite. Yeah. Who are you ready to be completely, who are you ready to be pre-wrong on, Jason? Like, yeah. in terms of, you're not going to give up on anybody? Like, like, the person that you're like, you're using them wrong. You're yeah. like, because I'm going to tell you this. Devontae Smith, wherever Devontae Smith is, I'm going to be oh, out. Dude. They're going to be like, Devontae Smith has 14 receiving yards as a pro after four seasons. I'm just going to be like, you're using him wrong. Just be like, bullshit. That's wrong. You didn't count them no, all. That's so looking at this list, I mean, dude, Trey Lance, like, he, Trey like Lance. he's played one year of football, but it was almost literally perfect. And he was awesome. And like, if you thought, if you thought Carson Rentz coming out of college was a legit top 10 pick, then Trey Lance is like a negative top ten pick. Like, like it's like levels, levels, levels beyond Carson Wentz. How good he was at North Dakota State. Um, they he played, of course, one game this past year, so <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Um, and if he fails to succeed at the pro level, I will blame it entirely on the one game season that he played. So that there you go. The excuse is already established. Yeah, two two thousand nineteen. By the way, twenty eight TDs. Zero interceptions. <laughs> Tremendous. And then ruined it with one game against the Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas Bears. But that's Fools. what happens. That's what happens when you make the mistake of tangling with the... <laughs> with the most experienced team in college football. <laughs> with the most, most weathered team in all of college football. <laughs> with the, the team with 120 flight hours of football in one season. <laughs> Pre- Central Arkansas Bears. Just grinding, just getting our levels up. You wouldn't believe how much this- we put into stealth and lock picking. <laughs> this is a really weird draft class because it's like Jamar Chase, LSU, huh? <laughs> Michael yeah. Parsons, oh, Penn yeah. State. Oh, yeah. well, all right, him. Yeah. The, the best part is there's not going to be a combine. So now, like all the traditional ways that both NFL people and the rest of us try to understand the whole process like oh it's going to be such a stupid because even if you look even if you're like okay i'm going to look at tape from 2020 
what does that mean? Like half the time you're going to be looking at like, well, the roster was constantly rotating and <clears throat> they might have like their situation for prepping for games might have been totally different from what it was. Who knows if they were facing like the actual number one defense a lot of the time? Like if, if, if what do you do with any of it? I think they're just going to draft a shitload of Bama guys. And like That's yeah. a good plan. It's not a bad idea. No. Unless it's an offensive lineman. Like it it really might be like one of those all-time class draft classes from Bama. Just cuz Yeah, just what what, what else are you going to do here? Yeah, unless Rondell Moore. By the There's way, Rondell Moore, I'm, there just gonna, I'm just going to be long-term pre I'm long-term pre-wrong on <laughs> pre pre-correct sure. about Rondell Moore regardless. Yeah, pre-correct. Yeah, long-term pre-correct. We're going that's the term. I'm just going to buy that. It's like <laughs> it's like a pre-owned Mercedes. I'm just going to buy a future on me saying that you're using him wrong. If Rondell Moore is not a successful pro, it's not my fault, and I guarantee you it's not Rondell Moore's fault. You're just wrong about him. I uh, let's see. Put me also down for uh, Dylan Moses just because he's been part of our lives for like eight years now. Um, his famous recruitment is like a seventh grader or whatever. Um, yeah, Dylan Moses has just been with us for so long that yep, we're all we're all it's part, we're all in it's for part the ride. Of the family um, at this point, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown of USC, anyone named after Egyptian all-fathers, I am all in on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Scrolling through the rest of the list. I'm mostly focused on coaches I'm going to be wrong about. And, like, I'm excited to be wrong about Brett Bielema. And I don't know what direction that's going to be. Because <laughs> my, my assumption is going to be that, like, it's not going to be vastly different. Illinois is not a garbage fire. They're not like, I don't think they're going to win the division. I don't think they're going to like go winless, but I'm excited for Brett Bielema to go hard in one of those two directions. I don't care which one it is. Ryan, I am just so pleased that you are mature enough to just go. I'm ready for the ride. Hey, listen, listen, you don't, you don't sign up Brett Bielema if you're not ready for the ride, brother. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm going to go ahead and just say that I am really looking forward to everyone at that everyone at Texas realizing that um, they just did the sting gif. They just did the like, oh, that guy you just got rid of. New Year, save me! <laughs> like that. They really, yeah. That all the things hired... that are wrong with Texas, just yeah. You just hired, you just Tom hired Herman. another Tom Herman. Hom yeah, you hired Tom Terman. <laughs> you just hired you just hired another you just hired another guy who chews gum, right? And looks real intense and you know, is probably a better offensive mind, but like has already put his foot in it with the PR issue with the players in the eyes of Texas and also has no real experience in the state whatsoever. But yeah. Yeah, it was twenty four million dollars. Hope y'all got. Hope y'all enjoy it. Cause it's gonna look like. It's gonna look like every other coach you've had. No man, this shit's gonna work. I, th- I think. Uh, I think they're gonna go like nine and three, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah no, I'm gonna go ten. I'm gonna go ten and two. Shit. Go ten okay. And two. Wow. Damn. Yeah, and then they'll go five and they'll go five and seven the next year. To balance it out, yes. Yeah, they'll do that. But I look I look forward to that because I'll just go ahead and take a flyer on 
cool. Be cool if I was wrong. But remember, the thing that Texas has taught me is this. Mac Brown is the greatest football coach ever born. <laughs> That's it's the true. lesson from North Carolina and Texas is this. Best football coach ever born. Because <laughs> he won 10 games at Texas like it was nothing for a decade. And apparently <laughs> that's hard. Nobody else, something nobody else has been able to do for the past 10 years. It seems like it should be easy, but apparently it's incredibly hard. <laughs> apparently it's somewhere akin to staying alive in the Medici court for longer than five years. Right? Like it's something like apparently it requires the political skill of somebody who survived every Stalinist purge. That's who should get the te- that's who should get the Texans job, Mac Brown. Shit, that sounds fun. Fuck. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> hey everybody. You know what, Ryan, I know, you, just, I know just... you all hate each other right now, but <laughs> let's all gather around old Mac Brown. Why don't Pretty you watch we'll... Why don't you watch Grandpa dance for a spell? <laughs> ah, they all hate it so much. <laughs> Listen, man, this is my fucking job. Can you please stop, <laughs> please stop dancing and tell me I can leave this franchise at some point? We're, we're well, all going to watch. You want to see old Titans Titans dance together. a little bit more? <laughs> Just watch Max Booty. <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? It's already working because you know what? You were like, oh, man, this is such a terrible idea. This ho- stupid hypothetical that you just <laughs> threw out about Mac Brown coaching the Texans. And you know what I thought? I was like, screw me. They'd be in the playoffs. Yes. They'd be, they'd be, they would be 11 and 5, and they'd be in the playoffs. And, and all the players would be like, we hate this man. Everything about this sucks, and nothing should have worked. And we're 11 and 5 and about to go to the playoffs because that's how adulthood works. I think so all of the things him. that are good for me, I hate. Here's, they, hate here's, they hate him when he shows up, right? But by the right. time they're in the playoffs, it's like, I, I will murder for that weird old dancing man. All, <laughs> all I need you to do is imagine Mac Brown going 2 and 0 against Urban Meyer in AFC South play. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I'm sorry I killed you, Urban. <laughs> Looks like you still got a, lear- a little bit of learning to do there, Junior. See you next year. <laughs> You're only three years older than I am. <laughs> Flashing his single national title ring. He's like, I have more than that. What are you doing? Oh, sure you do. Yeah, but sure I... You <laughs> sure you do. I'm very... That's very impressive. Is it Texas size? Are they Texas oh. championships? They ain't. Is they? Tell me how many points those are worth for you today. <laughs> In a 13-3 loss to my Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Of- you know what? You know, so so the city of Houston, uh, of course, their their pantheon. Of course, you got Bun B, right? You you got Beyonce, right? Mattress Mac is already there. That's right. right. They got double Max in the pantheon. That's what yep. we're gonna make happen. Yep, yep. This is gonna they confuse everybody. A, they could rule as a triumvirate with the ghost of uh, Pimp C. Oh my God. And and Dallas will refuse to hire him away because they just can't let that happen. <laughs> I can't do it. And Jerry Jones will be like, that man has no swagger. No. <laughs> He's a weird old dancing man. You're I, a weird old I'm the only man. weird old dancing man in this franchise. <laughs> that's that's my role. We don't need two of me. That's the I lesson, tried it. That's the lesson Jerry Jones takes from this is that he needs to dance more. <laughs> Jerry Jones has a clone who just wakes up every morning and goes to the real Jerry Jones and is like, you're a handsome son of a bitch. And that's all he does all day. <laughs> that's all the clone does. It's just compliment him. Yeah, the, the clone is like, 
Jerry, you're a real evil son of a bitch, but I sure do respect you. And that's exactly what Jerry wants to hear. <laughs> Thank you. I'd, I'd fight you if I didn't respect you so much. Thank and you, then they, and, and then they fight. <laughs> and then they fight. <laughs> they get drunk and fight. <laughs> Chloe Jerry got into the liquor cabinet again. <laughs> Jerry clones. 